Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall today. So Aurora and I are here to uh, talk about some <clears throat> various various things right now in the movie world. There's not a ton of news, um, but we did want to give you a few updates that we have here. Probably some things that you've heard um, already, but give some thoughts as well on some of this stuff. So um, first off, we will again mention... We are official travel agents specializing in Disney, Universal, World Caribbean, Carnival Cruise Line, Sandals Resorts, SeaWorld, you know, so feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories here with us. Um, now, first we're going to talk about um, a series that we just finished um, season one of, and that is Squid Games. Um, so Squid Games, I'm sure plenty of people out there, most everybody listening to this will know what it is. Um, but if you do not, it is a... Uh, television show on netflix netflix original series um that is uh, it's wonderful it's a great it's a great uh series uh really enjoyed it uh, i think there's plenty of people out there that if you have not seen it please watch it uh very captivating um you know i, I like my mom for example definitely should watch this film um or this series uh, overall, really, really good. Um, I'm not going to do any spoilers or anything like that because there are a lot of people that haven't watched this yet, especially because it being only on Netflix, that type of thing. But the one thing I will mention, and and this may just be for me, but it felt like a little bit, the series to me felt a little bit predictable. Um, it was, you know, a lot of times, you know, before something happened or, you know, even early on, you know, I would sit there and, and comment, you know, hey, I, I think this guy's doing this or this is really happening, right? Um, and, you know, later on, those things came to fruition. It, it, so it wasn't as surprising to me um, of a series. Now, I, I, there were a lot of things that were surprising. There were a lot of things that were captivating. Um, to me, I found, you know, the games themselves interesting. Um, I found some of the personalities themselves interesting of the people, uh, some of the interactions, I guess. But um, overall, it, I, I think it could have been done a little bit better um, as far as the way they kind of hid some things, um, did a little less foreshadowing because it kind of revealed some stuff to me. Um, not sure if that happened to anybody else, but there were a lot of things that I could see coming um, as far as, you know, who some people were. Um, you know, people that were hiding and people that, you know, weren't apparently a part of something. Um, I, I kind of knew, okay, this person is going to end up being this and this is going to end up happening, right? Um, so some of those things were a little bit um, frustrating for me because it it just felt too easy to draw the conclusion as to what was going to happen. But overall, very good series. Um, if, you, if you liked watching The Hunger Games, you'll like this. If you like uh, if you liked watching the Saw movies, things like that, you will really like this. Um, you'll enjoy it. So, um, really good series overall. You should check it out. Um, you know, again, there's no spoilers here or anything like that, but uh, really good series. Check it out if you have not seen Squid Games on Netflix. Um, next, I'm going to mention something I'm very excited about. Very excited they are doing a second uh, Mortal Kombat movie. They're doing a second Mortal Kombat movie. I am so excited. Uh, very stoked for this. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've been waiting to hear this announcement. The first one, if you haven't seen the first Mortal Kombat movie, it was it was fantastic. Uh, it was done very, very well. It's hard when you have video game concepts. We'll see how the Uncharted movie uh, with Tom Holland's going to do. Uh, but it's very hard to have a video game 
a, a, a movie, television series, whatever it is, adapted from a video game and have it done well. We've just seen that from the past. It's not that I don't think it's possible. It's just that um, it more times than not, it's not done that well. And most of the video game uh, fans who love it, you know, aren't very pleased with how the results turn out. So what I will mention is, you know, the first one, I thought it was done very well. Now, I am in no ways a you know diehard Mortal Kombat fan. I prefer Street Fighter. That's just me. But the um, first one was done very, very well. I loved all the different characters. I loved the way that they, um, you know, really built up the atmosphere. I liked the... Um, you know, the, the various cinematography that they used, the atmosphere, the lighting, everything kind of went well together to me. Uh, so I, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I was very excited to see, hey, what's going to happen next, right? And uh, we are going to get to see that. There is a second one that has been announced that it's going to come out. So I am stoked for that. I uh, can't wait to have Mortal Kombat to come out. Now, that begs the question for me, and that should beg the question for everyone at home. Will there be a new Street Fighter movie? Is there, Will there be a new Street Fighter series that will come out? And honestly, I think somebody should approach this. I really do. Uh, the last time that a live-action um, Street Fighter movie was done, you know, we did not have the visual effects, the cinematography, and things that we do today. I think there was more... I think there were more people that generally understood and knew about Street Fighter than they did Mortal Kombat. I think Mortal Kombat was something that parents kind of kept their kids away from a little bit more than Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter was a little bit more um, you know, publicly out there to me. Mortal Kombat was a little bit more, a um, little bit smaller of a fan base to me. Now, not to say that they're not as passionate. They're arguably more passionate than Street Fighter fans. Uh, but I think if they did that, that would be great. They also should look at later on down the road, bringing the two together, Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. How amazing would that be? I think that would be awesome uh, if they could work on something like that. Now, there's absolutely nothing saying that any of that will happen, but it's just something to think about. Uh, we may do uh, may do an episode coming up soon about you know video game adaptations uh, to movies because uh, there's a lot of them starting up right now, and uh, they're starting to be done a lot better, as we saw with Street Fighter, as I hope and I think we're going to see with um, Uncharted. Um, so yeah, we might do an episode about that and some other video games that should be adapted. Now, speaking of video games that should be adapted and one that we're really excited about, upcoming is Halo. Halo is, the television series is coming to Paramount Plus, and guys, I'm just telling you right now, Paramount Plus is the absolute reason, the only reason that I am going to be getting Paramount Plus. Like, I've been sitting here waiting, um, you know, because... I, I've been sitting and waiting because there hasn't been anything on Paramount Plus that has made me be like, you know what, I need to get Paramount Plus because I have to watch that, right? Yes, they have some good things. Uh, they, they've got some good things out there that it's it's been like, man, I really wish I could watch that. I really wish that was available to me. But... You know, I can deal without seeing that for right now. And sometime I will, right? And that's always been the thing. Like, even with Disney Plus, I know a lot of people that were diehard Star Wars fans, but they say, you know what? I'm not going to do Disney Plus. I'm not going to buy into that crap. I'm just not going to do it because there's only one show I want to watch. Well, now there's two, about to be three with Kenobi. So there is more content in the Star Wars universe that's coming along, and those people are going to start crumbling pretty soon. 
But I think that's always the question, right? When do you make that plunge? If you can hold off, if there's one series or one or two things that you really want to watch, why not hold off? Wait till season two and three are done. Then you've got a lot of binge-worthy content there that you can go through and really get your bang for your buck in that streaming service. Um, that's kind of the question there, you know. And, and I think a lot of people, you know, should pose that question of, you know, hey, when a streaming service comes out, or when a new platform comes out, or you know, if I really want to get Disney Plus or whatever, well, how about I cancel it for now because there's nothing else new I want to see? How about I cancel Disney Plus or cancel? Netflix or Hulu or whatever it is at this point, okay, Paramount Plus, Apple TV, whatever, and I'll start it back up once there's a bunch of new content that I do want to see, right, and I think that's the thing that is going to be, that's going to be interesting to see how it folds, uh, unfolds, right, is what's going to happen with these streaming services once something comes out and people have to see it and then all of a sudden it's gone, it's like, you know what, I'm paying for this and I don't really care anymore because I already watched what I wanted to watch on it. That's going to be interesting to see how people take that and how the streaming service can maybe adapt to that. Maybe there's a premium if you want to say, hey, I only want to watch this one show. Okay, cool. Maybe you pay a premium just to watch that one show. You don't have to subscribe to Disney Plus because they're still getting your data. They're still getting your information. They're still going to be able to email you all the time with all the new things coming out. So they've still captivated you. They can email you offers from Disney and ESPN and all that stuff now because they own all that. You know, same thing with Netflix and Paramount Plus and all that stuff. I think they should look into that and explore it at least. Um, hey, not a subscription service, but if you want to get a specific TV show, maybe it's only for a certain period of time. If you want this television show, you want to watch it, we'll give you a month to watch it. and uh, Or you buy each season, right? So we'll give you one month to watch this season um, of Squid Games on Netflix, for instance. And you're going to pay a premium. So... You know, typically monthly subscribers, you know, pay, I don't know what it is, what it is now. Let's say it's ten ninety nine. okay, just for example. Then they're going to say, okay, cool. You want this season for one month of Squid Games not to be, and you're not a subscriber, you're going to give us $15, $15, okay, to watch this season. It's, it's, it's no different than what you're going to be paying for seasons of things on Netflix, on Amazon Prime and stuff like that. Most seasons of things are going to be more expensive there. But it's a way to get people to still view and see what you have. It's a way to um, you know, get, get more people engaged with what you're doing, get more data, get more people to that you can reach, right? Because some people just can't afford that monthly subscription, and they're going to sit there and look at it. But one-time transactions, people view that differently. Some people will view that differently and say, you know what, I can't afford another $7.99 or another $10.99 a month. I can't afford that. Oh, 15 bucks for this one season, just a one-time purchase? Okay, I'll do that. And later on down the road, by the time the year's over, they've spent way more than their yearly subscription would have been. I think they should adapt that service because there are people that will do it. I would do it myself. Like when Halo comes out, I would absolutely do it. The the Rugrats series that they've done, I, I 100% would have bought that. Like I would have done that and not paid the monthly subscription because to me, I see a better value in spending my money only on the things that I'm gonna use and I would end up, I would probably end up budgeting and figuring out, okay, is this going to make sense for me over the year or not? Um, but if you're not putting out enough content for people to do the monthly, the monthly subscription all year, at least get some of their money on things that they do want to watch, right? So I think that's something that I anticipate we'll see later on. So far, that's not happened. We'll see if everybody rests on their laurels when it comes to that. But I do think if I'm Paramount Plus, if I'm Apple TV, if I'm some of these other places, 
I would consider doing that because it's a great entryway to get people into your product to understand what you got going on. Then you can hit them with ads. Then you can hit them with things. You know, when they pop on to watch their show, they see other things you have. Maybe they're not even open to that right now. But that's ways that you can target people, get them involved, get them engaged, and they don't have to do the most subscription. And maybe it leads to that later on, right? So I, I think that's something that we will see later on, but who knows when or if. Um, and again, that's just my theory. Now, getting back onto Halo. I'm super excited for Halo. Um, for those of you who don't know and have not played the Halo games, there is a huge backstory to Halo. There is a great story arc to Halo. I, I love it. And honestly, about, I want to say about a year and a half ago, I went through and I, I watched YouTube. Uh, I watched YouTube clips of all cut actions of uh, Halo. So literally all you're doing, you're not watching anybody play the game. You're watching all the story arcs in the game. So you're literally watching a movie of a video game. And it was very captivating. It was great. I love the stories. I love how they intertwine. It's a full-on story over multiple, multiple video games. And I, I thought it was done really well. So um, if they do a great job with this movie series, which I don't know how they can't. There's so much content here. That's usually the problem with these movies that come out for video games. There's not enough content to really make it fully immersive and, and really what the fans are looking for and what they want. Because in a video game, there's so much more you can do um, you know, and really get immersed yourself. And these movies don't do that. But Halo can do that. It has so much content, and I'm very, very excited for it. And that will be, I'm telling you, the reason I start to get Paramount+. Plus. Um, so yeah, get excited for that. It's coming. Everybody should be excited about it. If you're not, well, get excited because it's going to be here. Um, next, Roland Emmerich, uh, who was the director of Independence Day. Uh, this is something I'm a little frustrated with. He says that uh, the MCU, D DCEU, and Star Wars are ruining modern day movies be because they're unoriginal. What? How can you say that? I'm very confused. So this guy who who is director of Independence Day says that the Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, Detective Comics uh, Universe, uh, which is, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all that, Star Wars, those movies are ruining modern-day movies for being unoriginal. Now, when it comes to Star Wars, yeah, I 100% I agree with you. 100% agree with you because Star Wars was literally... They went back to the other films and said, you know what, let's just take this film and redo it with new characters, basically. That's all I said, right? Or let's take these two movies and just mesh them all into one with new characters. So, yes, I agree with you on Star Wars. When it comes to the MCU and the DCEU, I totally disagree with you because this is the first time that we've seen a lot of these things, a lot of these characters, a lot of these um, people on the big screen. And that's what people want for these cult fan favorites okay when you grew up as a comics fan loving these superheroes you wanted to see them on the big screen like i loved seeing daredevil with ben affleck on the big screen and then after i saw the the latest daredevil uh television show on netflix i was like oh i like this guy better than i do ben affleck because things get better right things get better we, we get better at understanding what people want from characters and how in-depth you have to be and how much you have to really hit the character right for these uh comic fans to really love it so we're, so they're getting better at that, right? They're getting better at that, and it makes a lot of sense to me that they're doing it. But what I can't understand, okay, what I can't understand about this is that you have someone saying that this is unoriginal when it's not. Like the things you're seeing from Doctor Strange, the things you see in these solo movies, 
are done so well that people want to grow with these characters. And it's not unoriginal. Yes, some of the story arcs are not original. Yes, okay, like the story arcs are not fully original. That's the, I understand that. That makes sense. And I agree with you there. But at the same time, the same time, if you look at it, like it's not about the story arc. It's not about what like happens in the overall plot. It's the characters. People are loving the characters. They're growing to the characters. Okay? And so I think he's completely off. And he's completely wrong. I don't understand how he's like, this is unoriginal. It's original because of the characters. Okay? It's original because of them. And each character makes the plot go different ways. Each character makes the plot a little more complex. So yes, all the plot stories may not be original. But the characters and how they're developed into the plot is original. And that's what I really love about this. That's what I love about the MCU and things like that. Now the DCEU, they've done a horrible job. Uh, everything is so scatterbrained and nothing really is cohesive and looks together. They need to completely revamp that. I've said it plenty of times. But the MCU, I think, has done a great job. I don't think the DCEU is hurting any anything. Um, Star Wars was atrocious. Yes, I get that. I understand. Um, but this is also coming from the guy who says not to kill people in movies. Because, and this is what he said, it's no fun seeing people die. Okay, look. Like, you do catastrophe movies, like world-ending catastrophe movies, like Independence Day, and you sit there and say, oh, people don't want to see people die, so, you know, make it a whole, like, the world's ending thing, but don't don't have main characters die and stuff like that. Look, when Spider-Man died in the Avengers movie, and, and he was being held by Tony Stark, and that happened, you cannot tell me that people, that, yes, they obviously didn't want to see him die. But at the same time, it was so emotionally captivating. It pulled everybody in. Everybody was all together in the same feeling. And that's what you want. That's what you want, that deep emotional impact from people when they're watching these movies. So how can you sit there and say that? This is clearly someone who um, you know pulls away from the emotional aspect of movies. He doesn't understand... Um, you know, character development, he understands more of just plot and story, and that's it. He doesn't understand the characters and the emotion that comes into movies, and that's the main reason for this. So we wanted to highlight that because you guys got to think about this. There are people, there are people out there, this is a director of an amazing movie like Independence Day, and even he misses big concepts that other people understand when it comes to film. So really interesting to hear his thoughts and see that, but I completely disagree with him on a lot of this stuff, so... Next, we're going to talk about Channing Tatum. Uh, he wants to play Gambit. Um, please, God, no. Why would you do that? But Channing Tatum does not fit Gambit's look or role. He looked like an idiot when he tried to play like a southern western person in the um, the Kingsman sequel. I mean, it, look, it, I, am, I am fine with Channing Tatum becoming a part of the MCU in some way. But playing Gambit? Are you kidding me? Like, that's absolutely, uh, makes no sense. There's so many people I would rather cast than Channing Tatum when it comes to Gambit. He just doesn't fit the profile. Like, he, it doesn't make sense. Okay, so one, that's that. Second, Sebastian Stan, who is a uh, Winter Soldier in the MCU, wants to play a young Luke Skywalker, okay? Now, I'm not that upset with that. I think he could do a decent job. I think he might have the look that we, we would want. Um, he would fit the profile. But at the same time, here's my problem. Why in the heck does it matter? Why do we care what actors want to play certain roles and what actors don't want to play certain roles? Okay? Why should they get to dictate it? Like, I want to play Spider-Man. 
in, in any movie. I'll play Spider-Man in any movie. Look, if someone wants to call me up tomorrow and let me act and, and, and be Spider-Man, you can pay me you know, a hundred times less than what these guys are getting for these movies, and you'll have a Spider-Man, okay? And and I will do my dangest to do the best job I can at it, right? So I don't understand why these actors want to come out and say all this stuff and everything. Like, sure, it's fine. It's cool to think about. But we have so many actors coming out saying, I want to play this. I want to play this. I want to this. I want to ride a pony so I can, uh, you know, turn it into, so I can get rid of it in two months and turn it into glue. Like, sorry, that's a quote from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. But, um, like, it's just so ridiculous that these people are coming out every single day saying i want to play this role i want to play this i want to do that like why does it matter what you want to do we're going to cast whoever's best to cast for it right so i i just think that's kind of interesting i mean obviously they're trying to get you know people to like them and their brand and they're trying to get roles and things like that and get people to be like oh i really want to see this person do this role but it's happening so often it's nauseating uh, next up, so I'm going to talk about a couple things real quick so we can we can get through with this um, today. I don't want to run too long for you guys, but first off, Reacher, the TV series that um, is now out. I'm, I'm not a fan of the casting for this. You guys saw Jack Reacher with Tom Cruise. Um, I love those movies. I, I loved both of them, the first and the sequel. Um, I thought they both were done really well, and I love Tom Cruise in, in that role there. Uh, I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but I do like him in certain roles, and I thought he did a great job with this. You know, he does great with the Mission Impossibles and Night and Day and stuff like that. Like, I, I really liked that, um, those two movies, and I hate the new series that they have come out. It's like, okay, cool, let's take this average man, let's take someone that people can sit there and relate with, and, and guys can feel like, oh yeah, you know, he looks like, you know, average person, whatever, and then, oh my god, he's, he's a awesome awesome person you know like whatever so he's a great action person he's a, a bad a you know and then you sit there and say okay cool people like that but let's go in a different direction with this television series let's get this big buffed up guy that no one's going to really relate to when it comes to it and he's like larger than life and we're really going to just try and go for women who want to see a bulked up muscular person that's basically what they're doing like that's really frustrating to me i don't like the casting on it um by any means he's too bulky and and whatever like that's not what i really appreciated in reacher and now we're going to see this big bulked up guy it's like putting drax in star lord's position like that that doesn't work right it's not what you want so whatever anyway uh really excited there's a godzilla series that's been announced to go to apple tv plus um so that's very exciting uh we did talk about how the monsterverse we were worried about it a little while back uh we are not so worried now they are doing the apple plus television series of godzilla but fans are irate that's going to be on Apple TV Plus. And yes, people are frustrated because it's another streaming service you have to get if you want to watch this. Again, this would be something that I would purchase single. I would have a single purchase for this and I would buy it. But I don't want to subscribe to Apple TV Plus. I really don't. So I might try and find a way to do a week's free trial or something like that to be able to watch this series because it's absolutely absurd that you have to have another streaming service for all these things. I mean, I understand people being frustrated because Apple TV Plus has basically nothing that you want to watch right now, and when Godzilla comes out, it gives it that one thing that some people will want. So it's, it's exciting, it's happy that the MonsterVerse is still going, but it is frustrating that Apple TV Plus got that. I think other people should have really tried to get it. Next up, uh, Jason Mo Momoa is in Fast and Furious now. I don't care. I really don't care. Um, I, I have lost all interest in the Fast and Furious movies, which sucked. I loved them. They were one of my favorite franchises for so many years. And now it's just the same crap over and over with different actors and characters. I'll go and watch the films at some point, 
But I stopped watching like three or four films ago. I just can't get into it. It's all the same thing over and over, really. Um, so I just can't get excited about it anymore. So Guardians of the Galaxy 3 apparently will be the last time that this group of the Guardians will be together again um, on the screen. So that's sad, but at the same time, it's exciting to see what comes next. So who are you excited to see? Who do you want to see leave? Who do you want to see stay? We'd love to hear it. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you again next week.